All right. Before we get into it, we want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Anchor. And if you haven't already heard of Anchor, it's seriously the easiest way to make a podcast, guys. And it's how we distribute Draft Queens to your earballs and out to all of you. And not to mention it's free. So if you're thinking about making your own podcast, or if you just want to check out other podcasts, go to anchor.fm or download the Anchor app today. What's up, guys? It's your Draft Queens, plural. It's Kate and Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Kate. I'm back. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad that you're You were so sad. You were so... Well, actually, your episode, your solo episode sounded amazing. Thank you. Props to you. Thank you I don't know what it would be like sitting in this room just talking to no one, but you did it. Yeah, well, picture that in, like, your apartment alone. (laughs) But you did it. A crazy psycho. You did it good. I wish someone was, like creepily like watching you from far away being like what is that person doing right now they probably were she's sitting in there solo with a microphone like what is she doing right now in there well it worked out fairly well but i'm so glad that you're back where have you been tell us where you've been you've been gone for two straight weeks well i think you told everyone that i was drinking lots of mezcal in mexico and you were right i think i can confirm that you definitely confirm that i was i was doing that um in uh in Tulum and then I came back and then I was in London the majority of this week we're coming at you on a Friday morning so we are we are fresh we actually get to talk about the game last night poor Kate is she says she's happy that I'm back but we're actually doing this over morning coffee which means she's got to deal with me as this thing kicks in so uh (laughs) sorry you might you might be like you might be like oh it was kind of fun doing it by myself with without that psycho drinking coffee next to me (laughs) if you start hearing our voices like slowly speed up throughout the podcast actually it'll probably be really good for the weekly huddle because we can last week I got through all the headlines because we weren't reacting to each other i think this week we can get through them too because we'll be drinking coffee and you know that i was speed. when i when i was listening to it i was secretly hoping that you failed without me there but you didn't no so i was like damn it now i really <laughs> gotta bring my a game when i get back well now we have benchmarks to hit so it's true welcome back we so back. glad that you are here we, we are back. back yeah um this week i'm i'm a little under the weather, so you'll have to bear with my voice here, but thank it's God fine. you're back because I can't fine. do a solo pod all alone again, and especially not with a cold. So, <laughs> No, that we would have just had to cancel. Yeah, exactly. Due to the account of sickness. Um, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. For why, while you I love were, questions. While you were in London, did you catch the Titans-Jags game? Oh, well, wouldn't you know? Or that Titan, I, Texans. Titan. Did I say Titans? Oh, I, did I go see it? Yeah, did you see it? No. Oh. Wouldn't that have been cool, though? That I wasn't cool. in London yet for that. See, I forgot that they were playing that morning, so I was going to... I have the Texans defense, and I hadn't yet switched my defenses or set my lineups before the 1 p.m.s. That is like a... Th- this sneaky. London thing is very sneaky, and you really have to pay attention because, like... That kicks off at 9.30 a.m. on Sunday. Well, it almost... Well, okay. We and, I, later, and I futz around with my lineup same. until like 12.45. So it's just like, holy shit, 9.30. I need to know what's going on. Yeah, I know. It almost fucked me right up. And actually, a lot, of t- a lot of times those games are a little... Those games are definitely wonky, too. Yeah. Like, think about that. Those guys, like, get on the plane. Jet I mean, lag. I did it from New York, and it's like a five and a half hour flight. So, like, that's not bad. But not everybody's coming from New York. Then you've got to, like play and maybe practice like how do they even have time to practice well they're the texans they might be coming from houston which is an extra three hours they should be coming from houston yes that's a fact so i mean it was it was a horrible game but i was just curious if you got to see it because you were sadly sadly not but it would be i'd be i'd be very interested to go to a football game in london because they've made such a concerted effort to do these more and more every year like first it started as just like an exhibition like we'll do this fun thing and now it's like I don't know that if it's, if it's every every week this season, but it's close to it. So yeah. it's I'm curious, like how the UK likes football. I know if there are any, I should have started talking to people over there and be like, hey, you know draft queens? Yeah, hey, oh, you know draft queens? <laughs> we need like a UK market. We or do at, at least like London specifically. Right? If anyone is listening from the UK, I know there are a couple of you for a Ooh. fact. I know for a fact we have a few listeners in our London. data analytics. Yeah. So whoever you are, let us know. You know where to find us. But did you, Michelle, keep up in the two weeks that you're away? Did you have a chance to keep up with football? Or how 
we always kind of start with how our fantasy lineups are doing. So oh boy. I am, oh boy. Oh I'm boy. curious how you've been doing. How have you kept up? Not What's great. Going on? Not great. Not great, Kate. You know, um, I think I traded vacation and traveling, uh, for, um, for, uh, my fantasy, uh, week matchups like mm. I mean of course I'm always paying attention like it's you know it's not like I go on vacation I don't think about it frankly sitting on the beach with a beer in my hand I was like I have plenty of time to read all of the things right did it help me no, no. of course not no of course not. it didn't at all so what happened oh, I, I had double losses last week oh so God. this is like the good and the bad thing about having two leagues because if one team is just like you know shit in the bed you're like cool cool I'll go I'll I got the other one mm. when they're both doing that that sucks. Not fun. That I, sucks. I also got like destroyed by um, bye weeks, man. I know we talk about it all oh, the time, yeah. but like bye weeks kind of have been ruining my life. Um, so with you. And so I've been making like a lot of like random pickups and not pickups that I've been very happy with. A lot of people have had to do that. And I think though the nice part is that uh, I, I feel like everyone's dealing with that reality between the injury True. report this year. A lot of our top players are not playing how people predicted them to be playing or projected them. And now they're, I mean, we're in the thick of bye weeks. Yeah. It's, it's, it's bad. It's been a little bit bad. I had, um, I had a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about that, I had to play Baker Mayfield that I, you know, I had no choice, but he was playing against new England. Like that's when, <laughs> oh that's when God. my downward trend oh my God. started. So like that week was also the week that, um, Brandon Cooks like got injured on the first play of the oh, game. God. Concussion first play of the game. And I was like, okay, I feel for you, sir. I don't want you to have a concussion. But also well, could you do it in the fourth feel quarter? for me because I have zero <laughs> points and now you're out and I can't change that. Uh, so like that would that two weeks ago that started my downward trend. Uh, Last week I like barely uh, I only lost by like 20. Well, only 20. That's not mm. great. But we can talk a little later about my boy, Emmanuel Sanders, who, you know, he's definitely been on the upturn. So I don't know. We'll see. Like this week, last night I had Eckler play who scored a touchdown. So amen for, you know, Eckler. So Good. Feeling, feeling like we're off to an okay start. But yeah, okay. I've been, I've been ugh. between buys and I think vacation. I've just been, ugh. Well, look at this. Look at this. Bye, 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 bye. I know. I know. You should probably insert in sync bye 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 there. Bye bye bye. <laughs> somewhere. Bye bye. Oh, I'm using that. <laughs> Gotta use it right there. Didn't even realize I was getting myself into that. Oh, but yeah, my. there's New England's on by this week. The the Texans are on by this week. So um it's yeah, it's getting you gotta get you gotta get really crafty and you gotta be the first one to get crafty. Cause like you said, everybody's in the thick of it. I'm not the only one going in the waiver being like, uh oh, what do I do? The nice part is, I think we have at least I worked really hard this week on our stardom situm, and I know you have some Always. some picks, some starts, and some sits to talk through. So we've got a jam packed episode we'll for talk you. That. Wait, but let's talk about how you've been doing because I was looking, and in our league, you moved. You're like number three. I'm number three in the whole league. Must Woo! be this podcast. I think it's this podcast. Okay, so I think I, you've been on an upward trajectory since we started this podcast, and that makes me feel just warm and fuzzy. Well, I started as number fourteen out of fourteen, so <laughs> I had the worst draft pick and the worst draft in the whole league. So if we're talking about underdog stories, I am still coming for you, David. I'm going to take that number one spot, and Jesse too. I think. He He's number two, but yeah, I'm sitting pretty at number three in the league. Uh, I'm Not going bad. for it. I'm Not going bad. For it. And thank you to draft Queens to us because it's, it's been really game changing. I have some, yeah, I've been doing like a ton of research and it's actually been paying off. So Look at that. see proof is in the pudding. It, it is proof done is in the pudding. from 14 to three. There we go. There Killing we go. It. Killing so, it. Well, we've got a lot to get to today, so we'll dive right in, but we have a ton of different starts and sits this week where we have our weekly huddle as every week. And then to round out our episode, we're going to try to talk through some sports betting 101, maybe try and dive into our draft Kings account, which Michelle maybe we should started. make a draft Kings lineup while we're doing this. I think we should do that. I think we should this do that. type of betting is allowed everyone. So, it's fine. So maybe this is like part one of sports betting. And then next week we come back with some pro tips once we've kind of once we maybe, our way. maybe become pros. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds like it's going to be the episode today. So want to just get into it? Let's huddle. Let's huddle. All right, so I'm back, as we've established. Yes! 
Kate's excited. I'm so excited. I'm excited. Yeah. I think we should do one of these like on a vacation together somewhere. Oh, that's a great. I mean, our birthdays are coming up in January. Just so. a thought. Just a thought. We always come up with new ideas for. You I know, mean, new playoff here, picture so. in Bali. Fine. <laughs> sure. Sounds great. Perfect. All, All right. right. <laughs> but now that I'm back. Yes. And you crushed the huddle last week. Yes. We got to get through as many headlines together in 60 seconds as we can this week. So I said last week that the magic number was eight. This week we have nine, so we'll have to see if we can get through. And this has nothing to do with word count, so who knows? I don't know. We'll do. I'm just I'm feeling a little bit of pressure because you know you did it solo, and I I don't want I don't want to screw it up for us. Don't worry, Michelle. Okay. You couldn't mess this up even if you tried. It's gonna be great. I I already have a minute set on the clock, so we will do our best. But we have some really good weekly huddle headlines this week. Who's kicking it off, me or you? I think my my kicking it to you. Uh, yeah. Kick it to me. All right. Three, two, one. According to Deadline, Disney is set to develop a movie called Greek Freak about the life of Giannis Antetokounmpo. That was close. (laughs) Police in Alabama have issued a kidnapping arrest warrant in the case of Anine Blanchard, the missing 19-year-old stepdaughter of UFC fighter Walt Harris. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The football injury report continues into week nine last week with Jacoby Brissett and T.Y. Hilton of the Colts, uh, among many others, out for last week and pending this week's results. MLS Cup 2019 foes Seattle and Toronto FC face off in the MLS Cup. Jarvis Landry and OBJ both were knocked with halftime demands to change their footwear. What is happening this in is fashion? We need to do an, ap- an episode about this. <laughs> I hate you that this one's mine. Ten seconds. The Ravens beat the Patriots in week nine, knocking New England down in their first loss of the season. <laughs> Tiger Woods selected himself for the President's Cup roster like an absolute G. A black cat ran onto the field during the Giants-Cowboys game at in Dallas on Monday Night Football. Yeah. Oh, there's the timer. Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> there we are. Stop, stop, stop. There's our timer. But like, Kate. How did you manage to work a cat into our podcast? Have you been waiting for this day since we started the podcast? It's been 10 long weeks of football and I've (laughs) been waiting. I mean, it hasn't even been 10 long weeks. It's been like 30, just about 30 years I've been waiting for a cat to run onto the field during a football game. Oh my God. I feel like, did you see this? No, I didn't see this. This is like hilarious. It's hilarious to me that this made it into our huddle. This was, this is a clearly a very important headline. This is a very important headline. I put it last for a reason because I have some things to debunk here. So (laughs) please, please do a couple things for the listeners to know. There was a cat. Well, here's the first thing the listener should know. (laughs) Kate loves cats. (laughs) I have been volunteering at an animal shelter, specifically for cats shout out to city critters my volunteer organization been there for years and years and years i think five or six years at this point anywhere kate goes she finds a cat she'll probably claim that the cats find her i think that's a false statement she seeks them out she seeks them out well when we went to puerto rico like three or four years ago there were cats everywhere they they, that's true love me that's true they They do love love you they do love you so this is just all too fitting that you have found a way to work this in yeah it's surprising i'm not a jaguars fan but anyway so or any you just love all teams that are cat names cat any am i a detroit lions fan could be could Could be be. could be today um i am but anyway so there about this cat please there was a cat that ran onto the field during monday night football it was giants cowboys which I know that the Giants aren't that good this year, but that's usually like a pretty good. That's like a rivalry. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. And it was so it was live broadcast Monday Night Football at AT AT&T in Dallas. And this cat just like not. Yeah, you have to look it up. I am looking it up. (laughs) It was it wasn't even like it was an angry cat. (laughs) So all of the and and keep in mind, this was it like rogue. Was it like it it went rogue? absolutely rogue just trucking across Monday night football gets tackled by a black cat wait this is hilarious oh my god stop it's really really hilarious and keep in mind it's a football game so there are photographers everywhere look at this this cat has never looked better in these photos there's like these insane sports shots of the cat (laughs) running across the field headlines are brilliant adorable black cat steals monday night football as it scores a touchdown (laughs) did it though did it score a touchdown well i mean like in a nutshell, that's really all that happened. There was a cat that ran onto the field. It took the world by viral storm. And you've probably seen like a million memes online that but maybe like, you didn't where, get until now. Where does that cat, how does that cat get in there? Great question. 
Actually, Did someone do it as like a prank, you think? Well, here's my theory. I would love to know it. Just because there there was a report that said that said Jerry Jones, who is the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, he knew that the cat was in the stadium. What? He said he he had known it was there for years. See, there it's scoring. It to, <laughs> it we're watching it, clips it of this live. Goes into the end zone and <laughs> everyone <laughs> fucking cheers. This is honestly hilarious. Oh man! Wait, was it at Giant Stadium? It was at Giant Stadium. Um, well, that's what I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, I've been to I've been to MetLife Stadium. I mean, like it's in the, it's not anywhere near like. Like, where does the cat come from? I don't know. The I, cat also left through the tunnel. He was like, yo, I'm out. Touchdown. The, the cat literally just like did a quick cameo and then it was out. It was back to the locker room for the cat. That's hilarious. So the other bizarre thing is that yesterday ESPN, I think it was ESPN reported. They still haven't found the cat in the stadium. Whether it's there or not, we don't know. But no one ever caught the cat. So it's somewhere, but we have not cats have nine lives you we never have know. not captured it so maybe they should have sent in kate they should have called you i mean i would have had that cat how weird is it wait so that was monday the 28th yeah Mon- uh, that monday yeah. night game i believe or was it monday no. it was monday the 4th it was monday okay, so, november 4th so it was right after halloween yeah 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 spooky very spooky very yeah. timely but anyway, I had to end with that headline. Kate's because dreams coming true. If you haven't seen the cat footage, and also I implore you to look at the live action photos of the black cat running down great. the field. It is so hilarious and so cute. Well, the best part is everybody cheered for it. Go cat. How many people do you think had the cat on their fantasy <laughs> there, there team? <laughs> Well, we'll get to, I guess we'll get to that in the next segment. Start him, sit him. Let's start with the black cat. The black cat. Everybody pick him up. Let's go cat. We are rolling. We are rolling into my favorite segment. Start him, sit him. So here's the thing. We all, everybody knows how much I love Stardom Sidham. Everybody knows I do all my weekly reading and, you know, sometimes it helps. Sometimes it drives me a little insane mm. because you just, what's the right decision? You know, I don't know what, but it's good to read it all. You have to. But we were saying this earlier. Now is a super important time to be kind of paying attention to this kind of stuff because of all the bye weeks that are happening. Yeah. You've this- got to roll with some people that you may not, you know, you, you might only pick them up for one week because so-and-so is at whoever, you know, like I have Deshaun Watson out this week. Mm. that's a big one that's a huge so you're not gonna one. you're not gonna drop him right but you need someone to, to to roll with that week so this is where like stardom situm becomes you know super important and hopefully can help you with your waiver wires for the week because so many people are not playing and as a reminder for our non-jargon speaking folks yes. we have waiver wires and we have streaming so your waivers are where you can go pluck a free agent player and pop them onto your team. Usually your waivers are depending on the league you're in, you can go to your league roles and it'll say how your waivers work. But in our league, for example, depending on how you're ranked one through 14 in the entire league, the waivers are flipped on their head. So the person who's in last place gets to pick the first off the waivers every week and it updates every week in terms of ranking right i by some miracle put in three different waiver requests this week and i got all three of them which ones did you put in i put in so let's see i had to put in for um a new defense which Mm -hmm. we will talk about because we all know i love streaming d's um (laughs) so i had to do that i had to get a new kicker because the Patriots are on by, so I had to put in that. Ah. So these are like situations where it's not like major, ma- but if you don't do it, then you don't have a kicker, right? Yeah. And then I also had um, uh, Deshaun Watson, who I thought I was being cute and picking up when he came back. And then guess what? He got hurt in the first game. He came back and he's oh. out for the season. So I had to get rid of him too. Really? Yeah. So oh, I, I had to put three different waivers in this week praise the fantasy gods that I got all three of them because in our league, there's like no one out there. There is no one out there. Well, we can sort of talk through the different, let's do uh, it. Last week, last week I did it by position. Do you want to do that again? I'm into that. Yeah. It kind of makes it easier to digest. I feel like for Kate's always here to make sure that I don't do things like very schizophrenic. No, I'm I'm here for organization. Exactly. So I think like, (laughs) 
So I think we start with quarterbacks as let's do it. The most intuitive way to start. What do you, th- what do you think in this week on QBs? So again, I, with Tom, Tom Brady, they're on by mm. Deshaun Watson on by these are, I mean, these are guys that like everyone's probably starting every week. So, uh, that's a good question. And I think just based on last week. So I, I never, I would never bench Aaron Rodgers. Like I truly could not after do that, that big 60 point. Week. He had a 66 Ooh. point game. He had a 44 point game the week after, I was nervous about him last week. It turns out rightfully so, but he only had like 10 or 15 points last week. But you don't bench him. You cannot bench you Aaron Rodgers. It right? just depends on luck of the draw. Yeah. He had a bad game. I think they were playing, who did they play? Like the Chargers or the Rams you or something bench, like that. You just don't bench him. I don't know. I turned the game off because I was having lineup scaries Oof. for having him in. But that being said, who my we backup. Thinking, who we think can start him this week then? Well, my QB2 is... Garoppolo. Oh, he's so cute. He is so cute. He's so cute. He's just like a a baby Tom Brady (laughs) (laughs) having come from the Patriots, but he is now the starting quarterback for the 49ers this year after coming off of injury the last two years or so. I think he like tore his ACL or something like that. Anywho, I would say Garoppolo is maybe someone you could pick up, although I would caution against the Seahawks. They can be tough-ish. They can be tough-ish. Seahawks D has been, like, in years past, they were, like, mega. Like, you Mm. you did not want to play against them. Um, I don't think they've been bad, but they haven't been as... They haven't been as dominant. So, and and Jimmy's been... Oh, and it's the Monday night game. Ooh. It's a Monday night game. That's fun. So make sure for everyone out there that is going to start him that you're you're committed to that because then you get it's it's Monday night thing. Like you can only have him in if you commit to that. I mentioned this um at like a few weeks ago, but the uh this Emmanuel Sanders trade has also worked to the benefit of of Jimmy and really uh, good and San Fran too. Really like, good point. I was I have had Emmanuel on my on my uh roster the majority of the season. He had one good game early with the Broncos, but has really seen like a steady increase since moving yeah. over to San Fran. He's their number one. He and Jimmy seem to have a good little thing going over Seems there. Like so, it. all right. So you're saying start Jimmy. I'm saying start Jimmy. And just to back it up with numbers, he had 39 points last week. Ooh. And I also, not only did I have Garoppolo as my QB, I forgot to switch out my defense. Like I was saying earlier, I had the Texans and the Seahawks. Yeah. I meant to flip them, Ooh. but I didn't realize the Texans were playing oh, at that early game, the early game in London. So I also had the Seahawks. They were my starting defense last week. They had six points, which is really not good. So to your point, they're not looking too scary. I would say definitely grab Jimmy Garoppolo and right. put him in. We're starting Jimmy. Who Do you have any thoughts? Uh, I, I do have some thoughts. Um, they're, uh, everything that I've been reading, and hopefully this works to my benefit because I actually have him, everybody's saying start Jameis Winston this week. Really? J-Mo, J-Mo, J-Mo. I have had J-Mo in in our league but he's my backup to Deshaun so I've never I haven't played him uh so you're gonna have to put him in. so this I'm week. definitely playing him they're playing against Arizona Arizona D Good. has not has not been that great so great um, idea they're you know I believe they're coming off by as well which is always you know helpful mm-hmm. uh that's a lie they played Arizona last week sorry oh. but um <laughs> And total guy, but either way, um, every everything that I've been reading um, is uh, is that JMO is a good start this week. So if you have him, uh, go ahead and get him in there. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I also have been reading similar to you who to who to put in, and I think we've all known that the Colts are having a better season than anticipated, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacoby Brissett was injured for a week or two. I think that in week 10, he'll be back. Oh, okay. Just keep, keep an, an eye, eye on, on him. it. Yeah. Keep an eye Less on that Less of an absolute start, but just keep an eye on him going into the weekend and see if it looks like he's in practice and it looks like he's going to be on the field. Just keep an eye on the headlines. Keep an eye on that one. Couple of, couple of potential sits. Uh, there's, there's a lot of talk about Jared Goff being a bust this week. So huh. be careful over there. I think like, the Rams have been medium. They like this Brandon Cooks injury has not been helpful. Not that he's been huge for them, but like yeah. you know, like as you start to lose people and and your quarterbacks have less targets to throw to, inevitably it's going to be, you know, challenging. They're playing Pittsburgh who again, their offense hasn't been great, but the defense has been pretty strong. So, yeah. Be careful about uh, you know, Jared Goff. Again, he's usually one of those ones that like you don't sit, but um keep an eye on him. Yeah. Sit Baker. Baker sucks. Fuck. 
I did a whole this is rant just, on him. Last I was week. like super, super bullish on him at the beginning of the season. I mean, I guess I was bullish about everyone I drafted, but just bench him. I mean, he, they're playing Buffalo. Buffalo's been great. So yeah, sit yeah. him. Which sit him. Actually, leads directly into a running back conversation. I was just gonna say, let's let's move to to RBs. Well, while we're talking about Buffalo, yeah, I learned the hard way. Uh-oh. I have a like a lot of hard lessons that I've been learning. It's okay. Um, first and foremost. Frank Gore, who was steamrolling the first like five or six game of the year. Yep. I've kept him in up until this point, but I am just now learning that he is like definitely number two to Devin Singletary. Oh, for sure. And Frank, Frank Gore is great, but Frank, Frank Gore is old. Frank Gore is, has been in the league for forever. so long. Forever. So I was thrilled when he was on the waivers and I plucked him like week two and he was doing really well for the first couple games and Buffalo is getting a lot of shine. He is on the sit-em list. I, I, I mean, hard sit-em. <laughs> hard sit-em. Sit He's sit had like, I've kept him in just optimistically because they've been playing sort of mismatchy totally. teams the last couple weeks. And he's been very bad like week seven on. Like I'm talking one or two points. So we, do we do we think he's like not only do we st- not only do we sit him do we drop him is he droppable at I this think, point you think I think so you think I he's think, droppable entirely I think that Devin Singletary is having like a really great comeuppance totally so, so he's he's this he's definitely the start for everyone that has Devin you yes. know he is the start and and Frank is the sit for I, sure I would say so yes yes do you I'm have any you. other thoughts I mean I know last week too. I was talking about uh, Montgomery, David Montgomery. You know, so I had him earlier in the season and he was really not great. And so I did drop him and now he's starting to come up a bit. So I yeah. sort of kicked myself for that. I have like no patience. It, well, it's hard Everyone's like, to you do. just have to like be patient. I'm like, no, I can't have patience when I'm losing. I got, I got to get in there. Got to be nimble. I agree with you on that. He's definitely on the uptick. Um, I think he'll have a great week this week. Uh, I think Aaron Jones will have an awesome week. As uh, always. As, well, he dipped, he dipped well, off a little bit last week, to that's be honest. True. That's true. He dipped off a little, a little bit, but they're uh, Green Bay's playing um, Carolina this week. So get, uh, get Aaron Jones in your lineups. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we said, we said, I think you got to start sitting like LaShawn McCoy. I mean, it's yeah. a little, won- it's a little, it was a little wonky with, um, uh, Mahomes being out. I'm not a hundred percent sure that he's back in this week for KC, but Matt Moore actually had a pretty good, was, was a pretty good backup. He, he did pretty well. Did they, they won, they won. Oh, you know why they won? And it, we're oh, the get, get, oh, we're getting to this. In we'll the, get, we'll, we'll get, get to, to it. Don't give we don't even it. have a kicker section. I'm adding one. Yeah, don't. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we, we will get, get into to kicking. That. We'll get but. into that. But the the backfield is like a little bit crowded um, in uh, in Kansas City. Plus, yeah. we we know that when Mahomes comes back, like he throws a lot and he can run. So the running backs almost like immediately lose value, in my opinion, if Mahomes comes back. So um, love shady, but I think you got to sh- sit. LaShawn McCoy. I like those takes. Those you like are those really, takes? Yeah, those are really good takes. All right. What about what about some wide receivers? So I had a pickup this week that I'm very proud of. Oh, please tell us. Or two weeks ago. So I think I I picked Zach Pascal up. Oh, look at you. The the day after, if not the day of T.Y. Hilton getting hurt for three or four weeks. What did you like put a hex on T.Y. and to, to make that pickup worth uh, it? Or what do you do? Yeah, Mr. <laughs> T.Y. I'm sorry. Guy, I'm sorry, Mr. T.Y. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. T.Y. But it all worked out great. And that being said, I sat Zach Pascal because he's obviously like he's not their number one. Right for wide receivers and I wanted to just give him a bench day and see how he performed <laughs> yeah. while he was sitting on my bench. Cause he could have easily flubbed. It was his first game in last week. I mean, fair. And Jacoby Brissett was hurt. So also fair. I was a little wary. That being said, he performed solidly. So big word to the wise. If you haven't gotten out there and picked up Zach Pascal wide receiver for the Colts, Get him in. Get out there. I think he's oh, probably and they're playing, available in and most they're, leagues. And they're playing Miami. Exactly. We know what happens there. All good things, unless you're the Jets. We know what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. All good things, unless you're the Terrible. Jets. So, All I right. Think- so we're starting We're starting Zach. Yep. Uh, we said this already, but I would start Emmanuel Sanders if he's if he's in your uh, in your realm. Great call. Um, I Great think, call. I think he'll have a good week. Uh, how about a couple of sits? Because I'm going to tie this one back to Baker. Do you have any? ODB. Yeah. OD, ODB. Listen to me. Uh, o- like old, old Dirty, dirty Bastard. bastard. <laughs> this is what happens when you're a music person and a sports person. You start to get all your acronyms really messed up. I just, I totally nodded along with you. Definitely sit ODB because he doesn't even play football. But also, <laughs> also sit Odell Beckham Jr. 
Yeah. I, I mean, without a quarterback, you can't be a, you can't be an effective wide receiver. It's well, impossible. And to your point earlier, you kind of have to be a little in the moment with these drops and trades. You can't sit on almost said ODB again, OBJ. You can't sit on him forever. Classic mix up. Classic mix up. I know. I know it. Classic mix up is right, but you just can't, you can't sit on these players forever. So no, and now's the time where you got to get serious. Yeah. It's like, there's definitely people that you got to, you probably went early on in your drafts. You know, another sit potentially is Robert Woods. Like we were talking about, you know, Jared Goff, maybe being a bust this week. Robert Woods was probably one of your early, you know, first two or three round. He, He was mine draft picks. Right. So it's tough when you get to this time of year and they're just not performing. Um, and again, it's it, you, you, you maybe want to just put them on the bench a little bit before you drop them. But like, mm. you know, as you start getting closer, I mean, fantasy playoffs start way earlier than the regular NFL playoffs. So you got to get those wins where you can, you know, 100 percent. And that being said, they're also the the Rams are coming off a of bye last week. So they okay. may be they are classic slow out of the gate. You know what I mean? They're not the, the it's a it's a young team. So I feel like they don't need a ton of rest. They just should be coming right out of the gate, but they certainly have not been. So I'm with you on Robert Woods. I have him on my fantasy team. I sat him last week, obviously, because he was on by, but leading up to last week, he is putting up single digit numbers. So yeah. And, and as we said, Brandon cooks, sit him. Actually, if you have it in your league that you can put a player on IR on injure reserve, put Brandon cooks on there because mm-hmm. not looking good that he's coming back with this concussion thing that said, again, if your league permits it and you can put someone in the IR slot, that means you can still keep him on your team, mm-hmm. but it, effectively you can still pick someone else up that's playable. And then if, and when he comes out of concussion protocol, you still have him again. Brandon cooks isn't terrible. You probably don't want to drop him, drop him, but just keep an eye. Where to the eyes. That said, yes, I have, a Ram that I think is worth starting on the tight end side of things. We do need tight ends that don't suck. I talked a lot of shit about tight ends at the beginning of the season of them being like kind of useless and no one really like being that great. I I, I haven't fully changed my tune, but I'm starting to change my tune. Um, So I would say if, if available or if you have him um, potentially start um, Gerald Everett this week. Okay. So he's the tight end on the Rams. He's been seeing him up. Yeah, so um, it, they're playing Pittsburgh, and it says that Pittsburgh's allowed three touchdowns to tight ends in the past three games. So mm. clearly something in their coverage isn't necessarily working. And now with, like we said, Brandon Cooks is out. Um, Robert Woods still a, a very prevalent you know, part of the Rams' offense. But again, when someone when a pass catcher's out, that's, that bodes well for the tight end. So yeah. um, I think, you know, Gerald was was available in one of my leagues so that leads me to believe he may be available in others mm-hmm. and might be uh might be worth a pickup i like that i like that pickup looking at his numbers and since week four he's had uh week four week five and week seven he's had double digits see there you go and and, and again we've we've definitely poo-pooed the tight end spot a little bit for yeah. no one stepping up but um this could be a, this could be a good one with some of these other uh injuries on on the rams can i give you a a sit that I of have course, please. A, a very strong sit. For a strong day. sit. I love how your sits are always strong. Strong sit. <laughs> Today especially. Hard sit. Hard sit. <laughs> I, I would say probably, based on my tight end performance last week, Cameron Brait on the Bucks. I actually felt pretty excited about like two or three weeks ago, just because, to your point, um, Jameis Winston yep. is is on the uptick, and I thought that Cameron Brait would get a lot of looks. Their tight end. He is hurt-ish, so he played-ish, but he got zero looks. He scored zero points, and he was supposed to be promising. So if you do have him, my word to the wise would be sit him. I think he's still kind of hurt, and they just haven't really reported it yet. Here's the thing. You should just sit any tight end on Tampa Bay because I had O.J. Howard. O.J. Howard was, you know, was – big hype on being Mm. one of the, you know, the better tight ends this year. And from what I've learned, the Tampa Bay coaching staff and like their offensive coordinator doesn't call a lot of plays for a tight end. So even, Uh. even when healthy, because OJ's hurt too, even when healthy, they're, they're not getting looks. Okay. So I think you're spot on about Cameron. Like Cameron has had definitely some, you know, standout games in, in seasons past, but 
I just don't think the Tampa Bay offense plays towards a tight end at all. So healthy or not, I'm I wouldn't have OJ Howard or Graham and Brate on my roster at this. Stay point. away from the Bucks. Yeah. Okay, that's a great word to the wise. I got a I got a sleeper for you, and I'm probably yeah. gonna, I, I'm probably gonna mess up his name. I love a sleeper, and I love messing up people's names. Yay. Okay, so um, let's see here. Uh, sleeper for me is the believe it or not. <laughs> The, Don't say it's New Orleans Saints because I've no, had it's, it's, Jared Cook forever. It's and... the Dolphins. No. So I know we've always said a lot of bad stuff about the Dolphins. It has been pretty good for the Dolphins getting, um, you know, Fitzpatrick in the mix. I think that has helped. And their first win under their belt, having beat the Jets, yes. who really just are so bad. That was just, you know, atrocious <laughs> on all accounts. I mean, talk about just a bad football game. Anyway, um, okay, so the tight end for the Dolphins is Matt Gesicki. I think that's how you say his name. Gesicki. Um, cool. And it seems to be that he and Fitzpatrick just have a solid connection. It's so a great relationship. Wonderful. He, he had, look, let's see, it looks like he had like 95 yards last week. Didn't didn't score, but that's okay. 95 yards is still a good game for, for, a, tight end uh, especially. for a tight end. Maybe he finds the end zone this week. And also, and I don't want to misspeak, but I know that there is um, a pretty prevalent um injury um on the dolphins as well nope not the miami heat the miami dolphins <laughs> michelle's doing some searching right now I'm just doing to make a one-handed sure. search because i want to make sure that i get my information right it's important we we only bring you guys the correct news except when i talk about the cat on the loose being in at&t stadium i mean that's it, it fine wasn't. that's fine you know what i mean it was in that life that's okay it's you, we, really the focus was about the cat so are you looking for the injury report for the dolphins so we're not speaking out of turn here i am that's exactly what i'm looking for okay and i thought that one of their this is just to the point that we don't follow the dolphins so it's really interesting we don't that we this don't is, that this is a start for or a sleeper for the week but i'm all for it i mean i i like ryan fitzpatrick so if he has someone to look at this this mike geshke galecki what's his name <laughs> i think his mike. name is Gise- mike gasecki 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 so that's my that's my sleeper for the week. Okay, so there may be some people who are sitting down for the Dolphins, so he'll get he'll get a few more looks yeah. in the tight end slot. Can I throw you one more um, crazy? I just love throwing these things. You out can there. by all means. It's it's out of people order. People just it's, might start unsubscribing. It's it's out of order, but I will throw you another just sleeper. Yes, um, Daniel Parker on the uh, Giants this week. Just quarterback, Ooh. quarterback. Uh, sorry, Daniel Jones edit that out oh wow <laughs> daniel okay. jones daniel jones quarterback on the giants this week playing against the jets yeah it's always i mean the jets, uh, jets giants won actually and i forgot to include this in the weekly huddle but did you see for the first time in history the jets and the giants traded a player to each other it's never ever ever happened before that's kind of crazy isn't that crazy oh congrats guys anyway just uh just a little tidbit though. all right let's let's so because i don't want people to unsubscribe you're right <laughs> streaming streaming d's or yeah, you, streaming D's, or you yes. want to talk kicker? We well, never talk kickers. Can I? Can I just like yes. throw? I just want to say thank you to Harrison Butker. <laughs> first of all, Chiefs. for your name. First of all, for your fucking awesome name. <laughs> if I was joking with my cousin William, who at least follows our social handles, I have no idea if he listens to this, but <laughs> we'll we'll test him and see. He was joking, and and from time to time, we put up on our social channels at the Draft Queens on Instagram different polls and questions to have people answer. And his question was, what should I name my fantasy team? <laughs> and mine, my answer was Harrison and the butt kickers. I mean, it's amazing. It's a great idea. Brilliant. We're How gonna, many, there should be a m- many of those out there. I mean, he's fucking awesome. Best kicker now. Number one in the league ranked in fantasy. Wow. He had 18 points last week for my team. It's like better I, than some of my freaking running backs. He is much better than most people. And I would say, <laughs> Big shouts to Harrison Bucker. If you're looking for a kicker, there's no way he's available, but God bless him if he is. And God go bless pick, him. Yeah. Go pick him up. But yeah, anyway, some let's kicker do, love because we never do it. But let's, I agree. But let's he's, that, was, D's. that was worth calling out. Let's do a couple streaming D's here. Um, I think you. we were just talking about this. I think you could potentially stream the um, the the Giants D versus the Jets. I mean, okay. the Jets, yeah, you know, like have not been great at all. And if Sam Darnold's still seeing ghosts, <laughs> he's going to see them against I, the I, Giants. I, so, um, the, I mean, I, I've said this before. The Giants D has been like 
extremely consistent. Mm-hmm. They may not be winning all the games, but their defense has been really solid. So yeah. I think that's a good streaming pick for this week. I agree. And I think the reason they've been having such issue is that their offense is just not performing between Saquon being out for a little while. And just overall, it's been hard for Daniel Jones. So yep. yeah, totally agree with that. It, I think it's their offense that's not performing. Who else do you think we could stream this week well can i tell you about the d stream strategy that i had this week yes and then i'd be curious who you picked up in our league but there were this week is tough so there my texans are on by yep and i also have the seahawks who are to your point earlier gonna be kind of garbagey against the 49ers i'm thinking so i had to stream a d okay love it i had two on the waivers i had a a primary and a backup. So I picked up the Colts because they're playing Miami. Great stream. I think they, it's a great I stream. I think Colts D is going to be good. I think so. Um, my secondary for if they're available, but I doubt it, but they were available in our league for some reason, maybe just because the Ravens were playing the Patriots last week and some people dropped them to in favor of streaming other defenses. But the Ravens are playing the Bengals this week. That's a great pickup, too. So if you can stream the Ravens, they might be available because totally. nobody wants to play the Patriots offense. No, those are all good. I think the Ravens are a good streaming, uh, the Colts, the Giants. I think one that we could confidently say sit is the, I would say sit the Panthers okay. against Green Bay. Panthers D is, is, fairly, is fairly strong, but um, I think we all know Green Bay. Um, so that could, be a, that, that, that could be a sit for you this week in, in, the, in the streaming helpful. Ds. We do need a sit. We can't just pick up everybody. Can we, we can't. No. I mean, if I could, that would be amazing. <laughs> I so, like those. Okay. So we've, we've gone through everything, but I know you have like a new, a new idea for, for something else you'd like to add to our startup sit I, I do. And this is based on some feedback from my friend, Josh. Hi, Josh. You better be listening. And <laughs> Josh had said that it's really helpful to get all this fantasy feedback, right? Through mm-hmm. all these different you know, whether it's quarterbacks, running backs, tight ends, wide receivers, whatever. Yep. But some people are listening out there who just don't want to look stupid. It's totally fair. There's nothing worse than looking stupid. So this new segment or this little micro segment within our stardom sit segment is called Kate's Don't Look Stupid Pick. <laughs> and it's literally just the one person or player to look out for to take out of your lineup. I like so you that. Don't look stupid. I like it. For this week, <laughs> who's yours? I wrote in my notes, Frank Gore sucks in all caps. <laughs> Literally in all capital letters. We talked about this earlier. Frank Gore was supposed to be good. He is no longer the starting running back for Buffalo. Sit him. Sit him. That is Don't your, look stupid. And that's your don't look stupid pick for <laughs> week 10. I love that. We're going to do this every week. Yay. I okay. love it. Awesome. I love it. Um, we also have a couple mailbag questions, Michelle. Do we want to dig into one of, one of these? I think we should. I think okay. we should. Um, the first one, do you want to tackle Chris's question first? Yeah, let's see. Drew Brees. Okay, so this is like a stardom. This is a stardom question. Drew Brees or Russell Wilson? Yeah, Drew Brees or oh Russell Oh my God, Wilson. this is a no-brainer. Oh God, you're going to say something that I'm not going to want you to say. You, Drew Brees. Okay, good. That's oh my God. Atlanta's awful. Okay, that's what I said too. Atlanta's terrible this year. Are you kidding? Like, I am so happy that, um, that uh, New Orleans is off by because I have Michael Thomas and they were on by last week, which really killed me, mm-hmm. you know, because he is consistently putting up numbers for me and I didn't have him. And now they're coming off by and they're playing Atlanta. Oh, I mean, I had the same feedback and the question. I mean, just I love, for- I lo- sorry. Yeah. I, and I love Russell Wilson. This was a Drew Brees versus Russell yeah, Wilson question. Exactly. I love Russell Wilson. They're playing against San Fran. I think that's going to be a great game. But like Drew Brees coming, coming back, coming off a bye, playing Atlanta. I no brainer in my opinion. Okay. I agree. I agree. Okay. I, the reason I was struggling with this one and I was messaging Chris offline to this conversation, my advice was also start Drew Brees, but it's really hard to not to, to sit Russell Wilson just because he's like, I get it towards league MVP, you know, and he always delivers at the end, but they both put up really big numbers. So it's giving me fewer scaries. I just think they both put up big numbers, but I think that Drew Brees and the saints are just going to roll over Atlanta. That's my thought. We're on the same page there. 
as we say, no crystal ball, but that's what that's what my gut's telling no me. No crystal ball, baby. At some point, we're going to get some merch, so just look out for that, guys. But it's just going to say no crystal ball <laughs> with the draft queens. Fucking brilliant. I love it. So I have one last question to right. round out this section. I, I think I have an opinion, so I can give my thoughts first if you want to take some time to think this through because we're kind of doing this live here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what, what are your thoughts here? From my friend Steve, he needs some trade advice alert. Okay. Thank you, Steve, for asking us. I wanted to get Michelle's opinion before getting back to you. I think I have an informed opinion here. Here's the trade. It would be Josh Jacobs for DeAndre Hopkins and Sony Michelle. Who would do that? So he says that his top wide receiver is Julio Jones. Which is? His number two is Michael cool. Gallup. That's a good one, right? If he trades Josh Jacobs, he still has Ezekiel Elliott and Mel Gordon. I mean, like, he's got a great team. He has a great team. Julio's probably not lived up to the expectation this year, unfortunately, as mm. we were talking about uh, Atlanta, but still, he's Julio. Well, I can speak to Michael Gallup, too, because mm-hmm. I have him on my team, and while he's kind of uh, he's hard to gauge because I think he was injured midseason, he, last week, was pretty good. He was pretty good last week against the... Uh, against the Giants so I feel okay about Michael Gallup would he be my number one probably not but he's been okay hmm how are you feeling it's a tough one I'm I've been thinking about it for a couple well my first my first instinct is always like I hate the two for one thing I I just I really feel like when if I'm gonna actually make a trade it's it's gotta be one for one or two for two like I don't I don't like the whole two for one thing yeah um and when you're looking at names like this, like Josh Jacobs has been great for um, Oakland. I think he scored like 16 points or something like that last night. He so did. like he's been great. DeAndre has obviously been great, um, though the Texans are on by this week. And so, and Sony Michelle is always like consistent. Like here's my thing. I, you know that I love the Patriots. The mm-hmm. thing that's a little tricky about the Patriots for fantasy is that everybody touches the ball. Like yeah. no one's like, there's very infrequently someone that's got like 60 points because yes. they're the only person that they go to. They like, have high floors, but low Because they, sp- they spread the ball around a lot. So can I like go me. right ahead and put my opinion out there? Of course, do it. I would just, I, I think I would just keep Josh Jacobs. <laughs> I kind of might too. This I kind of, I don't do know if we've too. had like a pregnant pause in this series ever. <laughs> So, I don't know. I think I would keep Josh Jacobs. I think I would keep Josh Jacobs too. Just it depends too. And I'd be curious if Steve like needs to play these players next week. First of all, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm thinking Sony Michelle, I don't know how many touches he's gonna end up getting. I know that he's gotten a few, but and like Gallup is is doing well. You still have Julio. Then I mean I think I would keep Josh Jacobs. I think I would keep Josh Jacobs too. All right. I hope that works, Steve. I hope that works too, Steve. Just keep Josh Jacobs. Just keep him. He did great this week. All right. So points. I think I think we nailed we nailed Stardom Sidham this week. We went through all of all of the positions, mm-hmm. including the kicker. You're welcome, everybody. Incredible. We introduced a new micro segment. Don't look stupid. Don't look stupid. Love it. And we answered some some fan questions. So now I think we just that was a, a long one, guys. That was a long one. Thank but, you for you know, hanging with us. We had a lot to catch up on since Michelle's been gone for two weeks, but. That being said, this week we're going to attempt to get into Sports Betting 101 and start to set up our DraftKings account. And next week we can tell you how it goes and give you our uh, informed opinion about, about sports betting. Michelle, we're rolling into this segment coming off of Justin Timberlake and Bye Bye Bye. <laughs> so who doesn't love that? I think we're feeling good going into we, this first segment we here. We really found a way to bring all of our favorite things into this podcast. Cats, Justin Timberlake, <laughs> who is Michelle's favorite musician maybe in the world? Basically. Is that like a really, that's a strong statement, it's but strong. up there. I'm, up I'm there. with it. So we're going to keep this topic of the week pretty short, but... The reason that we're talking sports betting this week, 
I, I would venture to say that neither Michelle nor I are sports betting experts, Mm -mm. but we do want to get into some one-on-one. So we have some terms for you guys this week. I know that y'all really liked our first episode of draft Queens ever, which was fantasy football one-on-one where we listed out terms and different things you should know about fantasy. If it's your first time in the league, I go listen to that episode, but this episode is, this topic is about sports betting and yeah. and we're trying to educate ourselves too. So this is just the 101 of terms you should know that we're running through real quick to sort of kick off your sports betting knowledge. And I learned just this weekend, Michelle, that did you know that sports betting is legal in New Jersey, but not in New York? I did know that. I did not know that. I, I did in fact know that. I thought that was super so cool. So wherever you're listening to this from, make sure that you place these bets somewhere where it's legal. Somewhere where it is legal. <laughs> I've heard like, so people go across the Hudson River, place their bets in New Jersey. Yeah. And then they come back to New York if they live in Manhattan. Oh yeah. That's crazy to me. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's crazy to me. I mean, sports betting in general is like, I mean, it's a huge industry right now not that it hasn't always been a huge thing but with things like new jersey coming online of being you know a place that you can do it legally Mm -hmm. or things like a a DraftKings, even though that is separate from what we're going to talk about today but now that more of those types of things are becoming legalized it's Mm -hmm. like it's it's i mean DraftKings like sponsors the NFL like it that never used to be a thing this it's, was yeah I mean you would go to like you know the most people used to have to go to like the OTB like the off-track betting like the horse betting place yes. and like do it like super low-key and so illegal crazy. and so it's this is why we're running through this because it is becoming much more prevalent in conversation this plus, is the year plus you know what maybe you just want to do some friendly betting with your buddies at the bar or even know what people are talking about if you listen to some of the sports botting sports betting podcasts that are dedicated to betting. Yes. They're talking about like the parlay kid. They're talking about, we promise we will never become those people. We're just here to give you some definitions. Yes. We're just here for the one-on-one because we by no means are experts, but we do know our way around some betting terms. So So you just threw one out. Should we start with the first definition? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Over under. I mean, I'm sure you hear people saying that all the time. What do you think the over under is going to be? Exactly. Okay. Well, by definition, this is a bet based on the total number of points scored between two teams in a game. Okay. So this actually works for the majority, well, the majority of sports, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's not, this is not just a football thing and and to be clear not all of these are just football things this is really like across sports in general so Mm -hmm. over under as i said total number of points scored between two teams in a game interesting okay so that that could be in baseball because you can add up those points they could be in hockey it could be in basketball could be in football so let's say i'm i'm giving an example just so i feel like i know what's going on the uh the falcons are playing the saints this week Mm -hmm. we project each team to score 14 points fine so total is 28 and then you bet either over or under 28 you you decide right your bet is will they score more than 28 combined points or will they score less than 28 points love it and there and there are there are you know the the actual sports betting gods out there are the people that set that line of like what is what is that number mm-hmm. and then it's up to the person that's betting to decide well i think that's too low i think that's too high they'll score more they'll score less like that's that's over under that makes it way less scary oh, does I, it i didn't know what over under was but oh. people always talk about the over under and i'm like over under what so thank you <laughs> there you go it's just the total combined points exactly okay really cool all right i'm gonna jump around here here's another fun one yes pick them again yes. sounds very simple found right i do love a pick em, and in fact i am in a pick em league that i've been in for maybe eight or ten years now okay so we'll get into this is it is it just a pick em straight up or are there are there point spreads it's a straight up pick em. Okay. So when we talk about pick em, it's normally a game where there's no favorite and the two teams are considered equal. So you simply pick a winner. You pick a winner. That's it. Yes. So there are a lot of people that, like you were just saying, every week they go through all the games that are happening and just say, okay, Jets versus Giants, who's going to win? Yes. Blah, blah, blah with no other factors in play. You don't have to worry about how many points are scored. You don't have to worry about anything other than who is going to win this game. Correct. You pick them, pick the winner. I also am in a survivor league, which has a similar pick them system. So week over week, yep. You can only pick one of the 32 teams in the NFL one time. 
Correct. So you have to spread that out over the course of the season, right? Yes. Over the course of 17 weeks. I don't know much about numbers, but that kind of narrows it down to a third or (laughs) so. There's a lot of strategy that has to go into that. Choose your teams wisely. Exactly. So every week you pick, pick them, you pick one team and you can only, it's one and done. You use them once. So you have to be strategic. Do you go with the front runners for the first couple weeks? But once you're out, you're out. So that's a different way that, that I've done pick them in the past. Well, that actually leads us into another interesting term. Yes. Which is, again, we're going for the basics here, but the favorite. So I'm sure you hear people talk about that all the time. It sounds obvious. It's obvious, right? Mm-hmm. But that's when um, the team uh, bookmakers expect the team will win so again these are things that are like being dictated by powers way larger than kate and i Mm -hmm. of who the favorite is well these are like the bookies in vegas who are setting the odds but that the favorite actually speaks to what you were just saying about the like the pick'em and the survivor league because i mean sometimes you want to go with the favorite Mm because that's the obvious but sometimes you know you want to bet against that a lot of times if you bet against the favorite We've talked about underdogs and stuff like that. Yes. Your odds of of winning or or what you will win is much higher because you're going against the grain, basically. Yes. Someone is telling you this is who the favorite is based on Lord only knows what sorts of data and things that they're looking at. You know, there is there is a rhyme or reason to it. I don't know what it is. Maybe we can look <laughs> into that. <laughs> but you know, the favorite is is the team that everybody thinks is is going to win and based on the numbers should win. Yes. And then of course you could always bet against that. And so when we're talking about favorites, that also dictates point spread. Does that sound right? I don't know that it dictates it, but we will talk a little bit about like the point spread and the cover. So the point spread is the margin of victory for a game determined by the odds maker. Right. So similar to what we were saying about um, kind of similar, not, not, not entirely not similar. Same, like but- over under is like a combination of the final scores. And that's, mm-hmm. that's one numbers thing that we're talking about. Pick them. We're not really necessarily worried about the numbers. We're just straight up. Who's going to win this game. Yes. When we start talking about point spreads, now we're actually saying, okay, when, when the jets play the giants this weekend, yes. will the jets, if will the jets win by three and a half points? Right. Question mark. Will the Giants win by seven points? Like, again, these are numbers that are decided by the odds makers. Mm -hmm. And once those numbers are decided, it's then up to the people that are betting to decide what they think about that. Interesting. So the point spread, to be clear, is the margin of difference between the two teams. Now, now not only are you picking who's going to win or lose, you now have to look at that point spread and decide are they going to win or lose by that much? Mm-hmm. So you're almost making two bets in one, I feel, when you start talking about the spread. Yes. Because you're kind of, you're, you're, you may say, I keep using the Jets and the Giants as an example just because that I know they're playing each other this week. So you could very much go into your pick'em league and be like, all right, well, the Giants are going to win this week. Straight yes. up, I think they're going to win. Yes. Now go to this other situation where you have to consider the point spread. Yes. Now they could be saying that the Giants are going to b- win by seven and a half points. And let me tell you, they always add half and whatever. It's so fucking annoying and weird. Is that part of the strategy? I, it must be. It, I think it, it, I mean, yes. Like Vegas odds. Exactly. They, they make sure that because nobody can win by half a point. They're covering, but exactly. So okay. it's, you know, it's there for you to really, really have to make your brain work of saying, okay, Giants are going to win this week. Are they going to win by seven and a half? Which essentially means they need to win by at least a touchdown and a field goal, basically, right? Like, or at a least a touch or a safety, whatever, yeah. right? But are they going to win by at least a touchdown? So yes. now you're kind of, again, you're making two bets where you have to think about two things in one bet. Do you know what happens when... So so you have to win by whatever that number is set at by least, the odds makers. Exactly. At, at least that least number. that much. Because if you pick the Giants to win by seven and a half, yes. and they win by three, you lose your bet. How about if the odds makers set the spread to be the Giants win by seven points and they win by seven points. Do you just get your money back? I think that's like a push. Yeah. Interesting. I think it's like a push. Interesting. So, and again, I don't know <laughs> your, but then your question also is, you know, um, when we, when we talk about the point spread. So again, let's go back to our Giants example. Mm-hmm. You pick the Giants by seven and a half um, and they cover. Yes. So if they cover the, the definition here is this means that team wins versus the spread that we're talking about. Correct. So if the Giants win by 10, they've covered the spread. And you guys probably hear that all the time. Ooh, did they cover the spread? Ooh, did they cover it the like, spread? It does make sense. It's not like terribly hard to figure out, but it does make you really 
you really have to rack your brain and yes. think. It's not as easy as like, this team's going to win, this team's going to lose. And then it becomes this points game. We always laugh because a lot of my friends, a lot of my friends and my husband included, bet on the spread. Yes. And so it's not just, it's like now they're freaking out because it's like every point seriously matters. Yes. Because if they don't cover it, you don't, you either lose the bet entirely or you could potentially push depending on what that is. Can I make a clarification too? Certainly. Just because this is always something I get confused about every single time. But when Michelle is talking about covering the spread, AKA beating the point total that's set by odds makers in Vegas, sometimes when it's notated, like you see it on paper. So we're using the Giants example yep. as one. So if the Giants are supposed to win by seven and a half points, let's say, to use the same reference, they'll note it on paper as negative seven and a half. Which also confuses the hell out of me. So just to be clear, <laughs> when it says a negative number next to a team, that means that they are projected to win that week. It's honestly, the, like, I think the reason that I have the scaries about this is because I just hate math and numbers. Me too. I'd rather just be like, it's I daunting. want that team to win. It's daunting. <laughs> I know. Why do we have to use all these terms? But we let's, do have to. All right. So let's pick a couple that are a little bit more fun because now we've talked, we've talked about over under that's, mm -hmm. that speaks to, you know, points that are happening in games. So does the point spread and the cover. These are all things that really you need to pay attention to, um, you know, the score, mm -hmm. um, Let's talk about a prop bet because these are actually my favorite. I love prop bets. Let's do it. I love prop bets. So Can you tell me about them? Because I know very little. So basically a prop bet is when you bet on something other than the outcome of the game. Okay. Okay. So common prop bets, just to give a few examples, are, um, you know, the like passing yards for a particular quarterback. I love that. It could be how many strikeouts like a pitcher has. It could be fucking how long is the national anthem going to be at the beginning of the game? Like, it, oh, I it's, do know what it's this heads is. or tails. It's, it's is there a black cat on the field is, this week? <laughs> how many people made millions on that one? Only me. <laughs> Only Kate. Kate's been betting. <laughs> Kate's had a prop bet of cats running on cat field. On the field. <laughs> but you can bet on really anything. You can right? really bet on anything. So this is like I'm sure this happens week over week for sure. Um, but this is like a big thing, like around the Super Bowl and mm. stuff like that, where you know you just pick all these random things. Yes. Like it is heads or tails. It is, um, you know, it's like do they I've wear seen, blue or white? Exactly, they, yes. exactly. So these are these are all things that you could just you could pick what you think is going to happen, but it has nothing to do with who wins and loses the game. I love that. And you know, I've definitely seen this before and heard this before. I always struggle with like how those bets actually quantify themselves. No but clue. I don't think it matters. I think it probably comes down to like how many people are actually betting on said prop uh -huh. bet and yeah. that probably sets like how much you win or something like that and the odds because nobody's nobody's picking a favorite nobody's telling you anything you're just straight up 50 50 uh -huh. chance of like what are you picking here kind of thing i love that okay we Thank should do we should put a little thing on our instagram of like funny prop bets and have people send stuff into us and we could do it let's do that right let's do that yeah. so so again a prop bet is a bet on something other than the outcome of the game that is such this a could be one. like Will Odell Beckham Jr. get thrown out of the game again because will of his another, shoes? Yeah, will he have another like wardrobe violation? Like, you know what? That is a prop bet. And honestly, he's probably like four for nine right now. So. <laughs> prop bets are fun. Prop bets are, are, are really, really fun, to be honest. So again, it's for it's probably for people who have like an itch for like betting or whatever, but maybe you don't understand the point spread yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It's, you just you want a little skin in the game, but you don't you don't want to crunch numbers. It's a very palatable way yes. to bet, and I really like that definition and I would be curious if you have any other fun definitions like that I have so I have one more that I think is one that people talk about and it's just a fun word um I don't know why this word is fun but it is parlay everybody parlay. talks about parlay I think if you're sitting there and listening to this and parlay. it's not weird to say it out loud just say it <laughs> just say it parlay I know it sounds very fancy parlay. it's not fancy is it but French but look I mean people can go around saying it now when they go out I love it because we're going to teach them what it is right now okay let's so, see it a parlay is a bet in which a person selects more than one outcome that must happen. Mm. So this starts to get really interesting. It's sort of like a domino effect, right? Like Whoa. you parlay and say, okay, again, I know I'm using the same example just, just, just for context. Yes. You could say that I'm going to pick the Giants to win over the Jets this week, but I'm also going to pick... Um, you know, I, I'm, think, I'm trying to think of another matchup. I'm also going to pick... Um, 
Tampa Bay to beat Arizona. Like I combine, that's now one bet oh. combined, but both of those things need to happen in a parlay for you oh. to win. You know what? Now that you give that definition, it, it gives actual context to the word parlay. So if you parlay something, you build on top of it. So I'm parlaying this opportunity into another. So I've like used it in everyday language, but not necessarily in sports betting terms. Exactly. So again, it's like, it's now you're, now you're not picking, you know, one thing you're picking multiple and they each rely on each other. Hence the, like you said, parlay, the domino effect, like this affects, this affects this. And you were asking about sort of like the payouts on prop bet, but the way the payouts work here is the more or the higher of the number of events that you're betting on is the higher the payout, right? So if you're trying to string together like six different games, that's really fucking hard probably to get all six of them right. But that's where the parlay comes into play. If you do, it's like a six X. Exactly. That's so cool. Okay. I have legitimately learned things today. Right? And I always walk away from this podcast having, when I have more knowledge in under my belt, I feel way more excited about draft queens. That's what I mean. You can, and these are just like fun terms that you can go out. You may hear people talking about it. Now you can be part of the conversation. Who knows? Maybe you actually even want to go try to use some of these. I love it. Go for it. I certainly think that prop bets and parlays are my favorite because they're fun <laughs> and they don't require that much thought. Um, but yeah, hopefully this was helpful. Just a few key terms. There's there's tons more. And as Kate said at the beginning, we are not the experts here. But I do think it's helpful, you know, for us to uh, share some definitions with y'all. I think so too. I think it's a something we'll have to come back to in other episodes as we start to maybe, you know, we'll put a bet in this week for something. I think Michelle. we're pretty good at this. Maybe we'll put in a bet or maybe next week we'll look at some of the the point spreads and kind of talk about them in context. I also, we will definitely put up uh, an Instagram, uh, what do they call those? Poll, an Instagram poll. Yeah, like questions yeah, and polls. Yeah, I really want to see what sort of creative uh, prop bets people can throw our way. Okay. And we'll talk about them next week. Well, guys. You know where to find us. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It is so fun to come to you on Thursday and Friday mornings, depending on when Michelle's traveling and I'm not sick. But I'm excited that we did this on Friday morning because we were so actually able to like watch the game last night too and talk a little bit about that. I love it. Well, as always, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. You know where to find us every Thursday and this week, every Friday morning. Michelle, you already said this. They can find us on Instagram. Where they can. Else? They can find us on Instagram at the Draft Queens or on Twitter at the underscore Draft Queens. You guys know how to get to us. Please do. And Kate, how many different uh, podcast feeds are we on these days? Every single one. Damn guys. girls. Damn Every girl. Fucking feed out there. <laughs> so go find us. It's it's most helpful on Apple Podcasts give us five stars and rate and review us, please. It's really helpful so that we can become big and famous. You can also find us on Spotify, on CastBox, on Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Everywhere. We're taking over the world. We are trying to take over the world. And just for those wondering, we're quickly approaching a thousand, you know, plays here. So like, just let's go, everybody. Get out there. Listen up. Yeah. We know you love it. We just keep doing it. And we love you guys. So (laughs) keep listening in for us every single week and we will catch you next week. Have a great week. You going to say it? I know. <laughs> Why should you see all of the lies?